alright, so i'm here in my room. my computer's turned on in front of me and my microphone and camera is set up. there's a notepad open that appears to be about my podcast, it's time to rewind. it looks like it's on the twenty second scene of memento that starts in black and white at fifty one minutes and seven seconds with leonard dipping his ink pen tattoo needle into the second ink pen's uh, ink tube and ends at 51 minutes and 20 seconds with Leonard looking at an index card that says Tattoo Fact 5 Access to Drugs. There's also a Skype window open. Oh, hang on. Uh, who is this? Bubba! It's Lisa Leahy from Rabbit Hole Podcasts. I'm your co-host, remember? I have a podcast called Between the Scares, where we talk about every movie that Jason Blum and Blumhouse Productions has put out. Oh, of course, but I, I prefer to be called Bubba Weeds. And, uh, uh, and who are you? Hi, hey, this is Andy Nelson from Marvel Movie Minute, joining you again uh, to talk about uh, more of this fantastic film. Oh, and of course. And, uh, and who are you? Oh, I'm Pete Wright, and I'm from the Next Real Film Podcast and I also prefer to podcast 13 seconds at a time. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah. Th- this is really getting quick, and and this is, is kind of I, I jumped the gun and, and uh, already talked about um, uh, this episode was where I had my notes about the Dodd scenes being crossing over into the the, the color <laughs> scenes in between. Um, but before we get into, you know, these 13 seconds, um, you know, let, let me ask you, Pete, uh, what's what's your background with this film? I uh, so I told you last week that Andy and I did a show on this <laughs> that I listened to and I had a completely memento experience trying to talk about my history with this film. Like, I don't know. It, clearly, I have no memory of it. I tried to defend the order in which I had seen this film relative to The Matrix and, uh, you know, other stuff. And I just couldn't. I know I love it. I know I've always loved it. I know that it's a deceptively simple film that uh, I think has has really it, it touches me. I think Wally Fister's cinematography is extraordinary. And weirdly, these this 13 seconds is a great showcase of that. So, um, yeah, no, I'm a I'm a big fan. I like talking about it. I have no memory of when I first saw it. I'm sure I saw it <laughs> the theater and I'm sure I loved it. But, you know, who's counting? Yeah. And, and he's, this is really, him, you know, dipping the the needle in Tinkwell, and then staring at a card that says Fact 5, Access to Drugs. So I, I think it's worth worth talking about this fact, you know, access to drugs, and, and kind of comparing it to the other fact. What What is so important about this fact? Like, do you feel like this is a tattoo-worthy fact? What I find interesting about um, Leonard is... To a certain extent, he is never quite sure what is a tattoo-worthy fact, and so is kind of tattooing whatever he thinks might be a tattoo-worthy fact just so he has that and doesn't lose it. And so, I mean, I do think that this is an interesting example of that because of the fact that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it is one of those things. Like, is this something that really is going to end up being necessary or not? Or is it just something he thinks, well, I should probably remember this? Yeah, he's sort of tattooing indiscriminately at this point, right? It's just <laughs> everything. It, he is a, he's just a, 
a fever dream for the 3M Corporation. Like, what if you could stop <laughs> tattooing your skin and just have little yellow stickies? Yeah, I mean, you, you learn you learn to trust your own handwriting. But the problem here is he writes the word fact. Yeah, yeah, and yes. that's a word that we put a lot of emphasis on. And just because it is labeled that way, if he wrote note. Yes. That would be something different, you know, if this would be idea, you know, there are so many other things that this really is more technically. But when he writes fact, it becomes, you know, God's honest truth. This is this individual. And here's how he's going to find him. Right. And what's interesting also is, uh, as we'll see, he starts changing facts over yeah. the course of the film and making decisions about um, knowing who he is and I'm going to I'm going to create this illusion of something as a fact uh, because of this path that I want to take. And it's it's interesting that uh, I mean, that's a great point about the idea of what is a fact. And, you know, for Leonard, it's it's a very elusive thing. Yeah. And and, and on top of that, I, I feel like it, this especially I mean, access to drugs, I mean, doesn't everybody technically it have access so to drugs? I'm a high school teacher. I have access to drugs. I just have to go across the hall to the boys' bathroom. I mean, well, and that that gets back. I mean, I I, I think the the question of of what is a fact in this movie is is one of those provocative questions that, like, ultimately the facts that he is cataloging don't lead him to the ultimate answer, which he will never find and when he does find it he won't remember it therefore it was never found again so i think those are I, I think that's really interesting like the level of his commitment to these ideas and the fact that it really is the fact right the idea that it, it these become a metaphor in in the film for our own loose grasp on what we call facts mm -hmm. and and this is, you know, really only two facts that we see him tattoo. And, and we kind of, you know, over the course of the movie, we see fact six, you know, from start to finish, really. But the, this one, we don't, we don't see the, like, what makes him write, write this down on a note card. So that this is something that happened before the movie started for us. Yeah. I think something yeah. else that's really interesting to, potentially discuss here is the timing of this film in contemporary pop culture and the idea that if this film had been made 10 years later really even five years later cell phones would have been ubiquitous right and the whole idea of facts would have really shifted and would have completely changed the context of what it is we're doing here and how he would go through and research so i find it interesting that like this is the kind of film that is locked in the time in which it was made um, because it would be so, so, so very different if he had his little computer in his pocket all the time. Computer, well, not just camera, research. Everything. Yeah, exactly. Computer, camera, not just facts, but time. Like he would have been able to construct a timeline in a completely different mechanism. Mm -hmm. be a very <laughs> short movie. Yeah, very short. <laughs> yeah, and, um, you know, I, I don't really have anything else, but it's something that you mentioned, like looking at the greater context of, of pop culture in general. Does does anyone else think that it's bizarre that this movie inspired a, a a character in a children's movie with Dory from Finding Nemo? <laughs> I, 
I, I, lo- I would prefer this to 50 First Dates, personally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I like the idea of Dory. I think Dory is very endearing. I, I think she's a pretty cool character. So I'm okay with that possibility. Absolutely. I love I love Dory. And of Adam Sandler's movies, Fifty First Dates is one I can handle. Same. It is one <laughs> of the better ones, but eh, still not particularly. My, it's fun when I show this film to students and they all go, oh, this is just like Fifty First Dates. And I'm like, nope. Stop <laughs> <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> I mean, I do own that one. And, and I am um, my idea is I am going to kind of tackle that one uh, on a slow basis like maybe uh one date a week or one date every other week <laughs> as i move into you know a a different uh uh podcast project with uh, fight club minutes uh nice. just so i can Sean Astin's best work that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> so i can keep this feed going so i'm i'm looking forward to that as kind of a uh, a more loose uh you know relaxed take on on this kind of concept that's funny. Can I just I got to say one other thing that that really bugs me about this minute paired with our last minute in the last minute, we see him break the pen open. And I don't know, I guess in my head, the idea was he was breaking the pen open to like create a puddle of ink or something that he could use. But as we find out here, all he's doing is just dipping the needle into it. And I'm like, well, why don't you just take the pen apart? Why go through the dramatic <laughs> action of actually snapping the pen in half? It just it's one of those things. And I know it, in context of cutting the scenes and everything, like having that break provides a great cut point to cut to the cut back to the uh, the color scenes. But at the same time, when we cut in on this, I'm like, oh, well, yeah. Why didn't you just like pull the tip off the pen and pull the tube out? But <laughs> it could have just popped it open. <laughs> I know. Right. Well, it gives him two different inkwells. Right. By snapping in between. Now he's got two different sources of ink as opposed to the one. If he you know, if you've ever sat in class bored and you kind of worked the little tab off the back of the pen, you only have one one place to get the ink from. Well, I think he still just has the one piece because I think he just broke the the plastic, um, the plastic outer shell. And not the the inner one is so so bendy. You know, I think it'd be hard to actually snap that. Anyway, <laughs> I did not imagine this episode to go down such a grueling line of inquiry, Andy. I'm really glad that. I want answers, Nolan. <laughs> if not us, who? If not now, when? Yeah, but that's like I said. That, that's kind of my last note for for this short scene. Um, so, uh, unless any of you have anything else, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, remind them again where else they can find you online? You want to kick it off, Pete? Okay. Uh, yeah, we do a, a couple of entertainment-focused podcasts. The Next Real Film Podcast is a show is the show that kind of started it all. Andy and I started talking about movies back in 2011, and we're still doing it every single week. Um, and as we're recording, when's this going to go out? Soon? Uh, Later? Uh, I don't. I don't have the date timeline. I know it's uh, releasing That's twice awesome. a week, starting in April. Well, this year. Uh, this last year of of sort of shows, we've been talking about big franchises. And as we record this, this will date your show. Uh, as <laughs> we record this, we're, we've just finished the train spotting movies and we're moving into John Wick. Ooh. Uh, so we're, we've been very excited talking about some of the big and important franchises this year that have have come out. Some good, some also Twilight. So uh, <laughs> but it's been a great exploration. So that's that's one of the shows. 
And then in the movies by minutes format, we are doing a Marvel movie minute where we are breaking down the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. And uh, yeah, we're currently talking about the Avengers, which we'll be talking about into the summer. And we're trying to, you know, we're trying to cut our hiatus times to be pretty short. So hopefully, you know, once we get done with that, we'll just jump right into phase two and start that whole thing. So anyway, MarvelMovieMinute.com is where you can learn more about that show. Yeah, and uh, you know it, it's great, and I, I've I've been on for the the Thor season and the Captain America season, and I will be on in the Avengers season as well. And yes, uh, indeed, awesome. and thank thank you as always, Lisa, for joining me as my co-host. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be here and chat with you, Bubba. So I'm glad glad you asked me. And as always, I am Bubba Wheat, and you can find me on Twitter where I'm at Bubba Wheat. You can find this show, It's Time to Rewind, on Anchor.fm, as well as anywhere else that you listen to podcasts. We also have a Facebook group called uh, It's Time to Rewind, a time loop group. And you can talk about episodes as they come out, as well as have discussions about time loop movies, TV episodes, novels, short stories, YouTube videos. It, it's all welcome there. And, uh, you know, I I assume that I've already told you about Memento. Oh, only every time I see you. 